Last weekend, we heard our readings talking about the sacrament of marriage. And then today we hear our gospel about riches, about wealth. Two things that cause no arguments whatsoever. This weekend, uh, Jesus even says how hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. It's a pretty bold statement. And the focus is on riches, on wealth. Mammon, in other words. We hear how the young man in the Gospel today had many possessions. The young man asked Jesus what he needs to do to inherit eternal life. He has kept the commandments. He has kept the law of the Jewish faith from his youth. Yet, he walked away from our Lord sad. His face fell because he was rich. Or is there something deeper going on than just the fact that he had great possessions? Jesus' next line after the young man went away was how hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. But he continues, children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It sounded like at first that it was wealth that was the issue preventing those from entering the kingdom of God. But we are told how hard it is generally to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples are exceedingly astonished at what Jesus has said. How can anyone be saved? Is it because someone's rich? Or is it, is it because he has turned away from the Son of God? not following Him when He was invited to follow Him? I think a different translation sheds some light on uh, these verses in the Gospel. Jesus says, with what difficulty will those who have riches enter the kingdom of God? And And He continues, My children, how hard it is for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God. So the focus isn't that people have wealth, that the, that the young man had great possessions. The issue was that he was overly attached to his possessions. How does it happen that we possibly unknowingly put over, uh, we, we put too much trust in our possessions? Let's look back at the young man with this new insight and this new perspective. So the young man approached Jesus. Seems to have a heart longing for something more. He was fulfilling the Jewish laws, the Jewish traditions from his youth. But it seemed he asked, what else am I still lacking? What else do, what do, I, what else do I need to do? And Jesus invites him to go and sell all of his possessions and give them to the poor. To... Uh, to have that and grow in the detachment from his goods. And not all are invited to go and sell everything. If you have a family, don't do that. (laughs) Unless the Lord tells you to. But you have to take care of your family. So possessions and wealth, uh, it's a gift. And to be seen in such a light and to have that, to have a detachment from our possessions If the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. 
But looking back at what Jesus was saying is how difficult, how hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. Jesus did not say it was impossible. He didn't say it was impossible. He said it's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging because we want to put our trust in the things of the world. Because I have these things. I can, I'm in control. But it's the Lord who gives. It is the Lord who is in control. And the one uh, to put our trust back in the Lord. The one who gives us all these good things. And our first reading from the book of Wisdom gives us an insight on the disposition of our hearts in regards to wisdom, in regards to our relationship with the Lord. We hear how the author of Wisdom describes the wisdom of God being more than just scepter and throne, that riches were incomparable, that gold was like sand and silver was like mire, greater than health, greater than beauty. The wisdom of God is greater than all of these things? What is this? It is God and His gifts to us. The, the great possessions that we receive. That's, that's powerful. So Jesus says at the end of the Gospel, for those who have given up everything, those who have actually given everything up, maybe to enter uh, and respond to a call uh, to a vocation, religious life, the priesthood, or those growing in detachment from the things of the earth, for the sake of God and the Gospel, will be given over a hundredfold in this life. And also, most especially, for eternal life. We take Jesus at His Word on this one. And some wanted to give some examples of detachment from both physical riches, but also of some more immaterial things. For an example, a group of sailors in a storm out at sea or in a sailboat, and they do everything in their uh, knowledge of, of the sea, of uh, being captains and uh, people knowing seamanship. But the storm is so rough, it's so difficult that in their desperation, they turn to the Lord. They finally turn to the Lord, and the storm is calmed. Example from Jonah. Or a people wandering in the desert, trying and following a guide trying to find where the water is, trying to find food, and they don't find anything. And they finally turn back to God and ask for His help. And He provides water in the desert, living streams and food. The Exodus story. Or maybe a little more in modern times, there's a family trying to get out of a parking lot. And they're uh, running out, and there's, uh, they've gone through all the tips and tricks of trying to get out quick. They almost run over a family and get backed, in, backed into. That might be Our Lady's parking lot. Or growing in detachment from the prestige that money can bring. Growing in detachment from, uh, and growing in a heart of gratitude for all that the Lord has given. And so our readings demonstrate to us that wealth isn't the issue. It's our detachment to it. Our attachment to grow in, uh, in freedom and detachment from the gifts and the riches of this world. 
The Lord wants us to rely 100% upon Him and to give Him the best and to give Him our whole lives. To put our trust in Him in all things.